Hello, and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be playing the overlord, Alistair Upperton. Hello, my name is Julia, and my pronouns are she, her. I will be playing Eve Sturgeon, the ogre class. Hello, my name is Sean, pronouns are he, him. I'm going to be playing Plank, the mascot. My name is Jane, my pronouns are they, them, and I will be playing Kit Bootstrap, the, or- the orc. Hi there, my name is Jonathan, my pronouns are they, them, and I will be playing the Outlander, Johann Falk. And this is Fellowship, Fall of the House of Upperton. I just wanted to give everyone the heads up that the audio quality is a little off due to trying to get rid of the constant sound of air conditioning going. It's better than it was when we originally started, but we'll try to deal with that in future recordings now that we know it can be a problem in that uh, recording space. Also in this episode, I made the wrong call with a finish them roll that one of the players did. In this case, the roll was between a 7 and a 9, which means that one stat should have been damaged and you lose advantage. And as the enemy only had one stat, they would have effectively been finished. I'll make sure to remedy that also in future recordings. Also, make sure to keep listening after the credits as I've decided to include some session outtakes. In this episode, the Fellowship gets to know some of the faces around town and sets up their plans to save the inhabitants from the smog of despair in Episode 5, Bamboozled Bootstrap. Johan and Plank come back from going off to uh, powder their nose. Powder their noses, as ladies do. <laughs> yeah, as ladies do. Would you say that Plank is a lady armadillo? Unsure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ask again later. Unclear. Ask again later. It bootstraps worldview is shaken to its very core. <laughs> so, you both come back. And this is about the time that a man in uh, like a button-up shirt with uh, with a bow tie and really thick like Coke bottle spectacles and like just like a nice clean haircut comes out and he has an Upperton Corp uh, name tag on him. It just says Steve, the boss. I'm imagining like a Borderlands st- uh, style placard. Just comes like and smacks against the screen. It's just like, Steve. The boss. He's the boss. Kind of. It's his title card. Yeah. Um, As the Steve approaches, Kit will skitter down from the tree with a wooden stake in their mouth, a pine cone mace in another hand, and just scurrying down the tree with the other hand like a feral animal, and then plopped out on the ground. Johan will return with Plink, calm as can be, and uh, nod to Steve. Uh, Mr. Steve, I presume. <laughs> How could you tell it was the name tag, wasn't it? Yes. The boss loves them. He wants, he wants to get them to everyone. It's such a great idea. Now, you don't have to worry about asking people's names. It's so great. Love it. Yes, Steve. Um, so, I... Uh, myself and my companions were passing through. And we- my companions! That's such a great way to talk about people! Ah, uh, yeah, so these guys, they're my guard companions. Yeah, you guys are cool. Let me guess, you're all family here. <laughs> what, what, do you think that, do you, do you think, no, I don't think you're all related. Oh no, I understand what you mean. Like we're all just one big happy family. Oh, like when you're here, you're family. Yeah! Unfortunately. Damn you. <laughs> Damn your eyes. <laughs> Johan will compose himself for a moment. Uh, we were just passing through, and your helpful guard Irving here informed us that you were in need of some lumber work. I am in need of some supplies. I think we can come to some sort of arrangement. Eve just sets down the tree trunk. <laughs> That has now been cleaned. Ah, well then. I see that you brought uh, an entire lumberjack crew here and uh, your entire sawmill. Fantastic. This is... Yeah! I love that go-getter energy. Yeah! 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 Excellent. I would like to talk to HR department. 
<laughs> oh well, uh, I don't have that. I don't have those name tags ready yet. So you two are going to be our new lumberjack and sawmill. Fantastic! So when you're here in the town, we pay everyone in. He pulls out a case of fancy Upperton brand cigarettes. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't smoke. Oh, that's fine. They they trade for other things as well. Like food and fun bucks, which can be used in any of Alistair Upperton's remote funatoriums. May I? Uh, re- reaching for uh, a pack of cigarettes? I just want to look. I'm not going to take anything. Oh, you look with your eyes, sir. Fair enough. So, now, while my compatriots here are very uh, skilled at lumber work, we are going to need a team of people to come help us. All right, then. Well, do you want my best and brightest or my newest and most able to be molded by your... Enthusiastic works just fine. Enthusiastic it is. I've got a few people who could use some Real Upperton brand enthusiasm that I can see you all are bringing to the table. Oh, yes, it's me. I've just got it by the bundle. She just points to the bundle of branches. Did you, uh, out of curiosity, did Kit turn that bundle of branches into orc-made branch weapons, or...? Yes, uh, a wooden stake and a pinecone mace. I've got it down. Well, I can see right there that your bundle right here uh, appears to be uh, contraband weapons. That is definitely not Upperton legal. However... Oh, but, but that doesn't make any sense. What? There are no weapons. That, that is clearly a pine cone. Young. It, <sighs> and he kind of stares at you. Uh, oh, it's, it's a kit. Kit? Kit. Kipputrak! They're... They're for the barbecue! Oh, the barbecue! They are... Party things! You see, in kids' culture, whenever they get hired onto a new job, we throw a barbecue! The boot barbecue! For the boot... For the, it's called the boot barbecue. Everyone gets dinner, and we repair all our boots together. Because a well-fed workforce is a happy workforce, and a happy workforce works harder. He's going to pick up the pinecone mace and kind of swing it like they're swinging a baseball bat. Yo- party games! Party games! Johan is going to snatch the mace. Eat party and, games! Uh, eat, eat, sort of swing it around awkwardly, as orc weapons, when wielded by anyone other than orc, have the clumsy tag. Um, And he's going to sort of... Swing it around. Look, this is not a weapon. Look, hold it. It's horribly balanced. There's no use for it. Sure, you could hit someone with it, but you could hit someone with a piece of wood. That doesn't make a piece of wood a weapon. Takes it and kind of swings it around. Oh, this is horrible. Who would ever design something like this? Party games. Yes, yes, I'm sure that the children will love party games. Hands it back to you. Party games for adults. We are going to need several supplies, you know, tents, cooking supplies, things of that matter. I like to work on size. It's a lot easier to get a bunch done over the course of a little while and then cart it back. A lot less time and labor on your part and a lot less costly for the company. Okay, um, so I'm going to say that since both of you have been talking to him, you guys are probably t- talking some kind of sense to him. Or... Yes. Can I just make sure that that is... Yes, it would be talk sense. Um, I would say that you are talking sense with... Uh, so you need me to roll sense. Uh, whichever one of you wants to roll with sense, since you both are working together, you roll with hope. Uh, I have fooled me once, which would allow me to re-roll. I think uh, Johan should take point on this. I don't disagree. <laughs> So, my initial roll is an 11. Getting it any higher isn't going to do anything for you, by the way. So, the talk sense, um, at an 11, on a 7+, plus, they 
Okay, they do as you ask to the best of their ability. And you do not owe them a favor. Okay. So, uh, Johan is going to use... um, He's going to use his Another Time, Another Place command war to talk a very big game about knowing how lumber operations work to this gentleman who I'm going to assume doesn't know too much about lumber. Um, But what he's actually talking about is building wooden fortifications. Are you talking about building wooden siege weapons? No, 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 okay. no, no. I'm talking about like building like palisades, things like that, where you okay. you know cut logs and trim them and then stand them up next to each other in a line to make a wall. He's just leaving out the part where you're making a wall and just saying, yes, you stack the lumber in a nice tidy line. It's very clean. He knows that it's very clean, but he also just goes, yeah, but uh, you, you just stack it, though, because, you know, it's easier to stack things up higher. Did you want to be lifting all these logs, or do you want to leave it to me, sweet cheese? No, no. If the man wants the lumber stacked, let's have the lumber stacked. Understood. Well, what would I know? I just, I just pick things up and put them down. I'm going to need uh, roughly how many people are in this town? Uh, roughly a hundred. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need twenty enthusiastic go-getters looking for some overtime. To help uh, Eve and my team um, prepare this lumber that you need. All right, then, sir. Well, I'm sure that I can manage to get uh, 20 people. That should be too terribly hard. I'll give them uh, rations, and I'll even pre—I'll uh, even prepay their wages, and then they have some nice, some nice Upperton brand cigs to take them along their way. Sounds fantastic. Uh, do you know of any good? Um, Lumber in the area, or should we go find that ourselves? Kind of points along the ridge. Okay. Yeah, we need to get that one. That's specifically the lumber that we need to get out of here. It's causing some trouble with our uh, mining operations. Understood. Also, do you have a blacksmith in town? Well, yeah, of course. We are a metal-working town. Of course we have a blacksmith. Oh, Sydney, Uh, I'm sorry. I just needed... Now that it's clean, I just need it refined and have a good old axe head put on this so I can make sure I can get plenty more done. Okay, so I take it that you're going. So you're going to go and talk to the blacksmith about trying to find a way. Do I assume trying to recover your? Oh, I want a club. I okay. want my club back. God fucking damn! <laughs> did not realize how much of a mistake it was to lose this club. No. We're gonna do that scene. Is there any scenes that you guys want to do? At some point, when I have a moment alone with Eve, uh, actually, I would like to look closely uh, and see if there is a good place to stack the lumber where there definitely won't be any accidents where the pile of lumber that has been stacked too high tumbles down the mountainside and hits the uh, drill. Uh, That sounds like a look closely roll. Please go ahead and roll that for me. Okay. So you can set up the perfect place for that to not definitely not happen. We would um, definitely want to make sure that doesn't happen. I also have fresh eyes. When I look closely, I may ask one additional question from the Speak Softly list, and another player answers this for me. Okay. Uh, look closely is a sense roll, correct? Mm-hmm. That is another 11. So that is you get four questions and one of them comes from look closely? Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, Speak Softly? Uh, Yes. So, one of the questions is, what will happen if I, uh, and I would like to tweak that slightly into, uh, how much lumber do I think I would need to effectively knock this drill over? About half the ridge worth of lumber. That drill is pretty damn secure. Okay. Is there some way that I could weaken the foundations of the drill beforehand in order to uh, make it easier to knock over? Yes, but you would need a seam to do that. Okay. Will dropping logs on this drill damage the town or the people in it? It will damage the town. Okay. The drill is kind of... It's not in the center of town, but most of the town has sprung up around it. Okay. Um, So that should be my three look closely questions. Mm -hmm. So, I am going to ask, what can you tell me about the drill? Yeah. If somebody else wants to make up a, a, a thing about the drill, they are welcome to hop in and... Um, well, obviously, being a uh, conduit of magical energy, just 
knocking it over could produce, uh, well, uh, unforeseen uh, and unexpected consequences. I mean, other than just getting rid of the active spell. The energy has to go somewhere. Okay. I believe that is my look closely roll. Okay, then. Eve, you wanted to go and get uh, a new axe. Well, a club, but I'm going to start with one blade at a time. Like a spiked club? Oh god. But I'm I'm everyone thinks that I'm a lumberjack. Right. So I need one blade at a time. I was just thinking like a baseball bat with a bunch of nails through it. It's very similar, but more refined. Sweet. She's a lady. So, you go over to the one of the blacksmiths. Uh there is a as soon as you walk in, the heat. Uh, that's radiating from there, like, washes over you. Uh, Eve melts just a little. It goes... So now her bustle is just a little bit longer in the back. Excuse me, sir, or madam, or blacksmith, is anyone working here? There's a clang on the anvil as a, uh, short, a short dwarven woman. Like, just a short stack with, like, just muscles and, like, shortcut hair. Uh, and the only indication that she is a woman is the lack of a beard. Looks up to you and just kind of goes, Oh yeah, hey there, what can I do for you? Well, I was wondering, would you be able to fix, uh, I lost my, uh, my axe recently. I was wondering. And you just go, Slams the tree trunk down. Out of the way, trying not to damage anything. I was wondering if you could attach a blade to my new handle. Oh, that there's a pretty fancy handle. Yeah, I should be able to do that. Uh, how are you going to be paying me? Are you hungry? Uh, no, no. I I get quite a lot of quite a lot of food here. Ah, yes. I suppose I could wrestle you for it, but that wouldn't do you any good. Uh, ho, ho, uh, that, that, I don't know that you'd be able to wrestle me. Also, that would, I, I still need some kind of compensation if I'm going to be using, uh, using up quite a bit of my metal there. Ethel just kind of, like, hops down off of Eve's back and just scurries over and presents the one with a basket full of cookies. Using doting caretaker. <clears throat> okay, um, the thing that I would let you do with that is... You, uh, if you damage Ethel's thing to uh, to do that, she will let you. Uh, yeah, if you damage Ethel Ethel's stuff, and uh, so I'll, I'll let I'll let you trade uh, a thing of that for the gear. I think that that's a fair trade right there because you're damaging your companion's stuff. Okay, Ethel quietly scurries back up onto the rocking chair on Eve's back and just nestles back in and continues knitting. Oh yeah, sweets here. Yeah, I, I could make a good fair trade out of a bunch of sweets here. Uh, we don't get a whole lot of sweets up here. Sugar's real hard to carry up the mountain there. Oh, well if that's the case, let me see if I can't find some while I'm out doing some work. Sugar? Mm-hmm. A little hard to find up here in the mountains. Oh, right. It's, it grows in a mold. Oh, well, see, I'm from a swamp. That's normally where we find it. Right, Sugar right, canes yeah. everywhere down there. Yeah, not, not up here, no. What's your name, darling? I'm Greta. Nice to meet you, Greta. My name is Eve. I'm gonna head out to that lumber, lumber camp for a little bit. But as soon as this is ready, you give me a whistle, darling. I'll come running. All right, then, yeah. I, uh, I'll, I'll do just that. All right, then. I'm gonna go join up with the others. By the end of the week, you will have a club to replace it. I figured it was a good way to do the roleplay for it, because I uh, need to take the week anyway. The other option would have been to uh, have them uh, uh, either to talk sense with them. Yeah, no, I, I, my sense is just abysmal. Uh, you're allowed to use grace, sense, or wisdom for talk sense. Kit Bootstrap, Sheriff of Goblin Gulch, has to set up the festivities, so how is that looking? Okay, so setting up festivities for the boot barbecue. Let's see. Well, first of all, clearly someone needs to take care of the armadillo. 
take care how. I figured that the armadillo was going to do, do its own thing. I think a plan is forming in my head. Well, I think Kit needs to investigate the food first, because Kit doesn't know what the food situation is. So, Kit... Um, Will, because Kit currently on their person, sticking out of the the poncho, has a junk cannon, a broken Tiffany lamp, a bobblehead cat of nine tails, a wooden stake, and a pine cone mace. Okay. Will they be allowed past the, the gate? Yeah, you're the you're the sawmill. Okay. According I- to Steve. These are all just for the party. (laughs) Kit will trundle down into town and... You get a lot of weird looks. Uh, These people do not seem like they've seen orcs before. Kit is going to remain determined in the face of prejudice. Determined Uh, for a barbecue. Once Kit is thoroughly in the middle of town and realizing that they have no idea where to go because they've never been here before and they don't think that far ahead, uh, Kit is going to grab the closest person on the street, which is probably just tugging on their pants. Be like, hey, where's the cook? I need to talk to the cook. Steve sent me. You go over to uh, to the first person you see. Is that what you said? Yeah, I think Kit's gonna thoroughly get lost in the middle of this uh, this mining town. Realize that they, you know, they, they don't really know who they're looking for. They just sort of went with their their gumption. You look over uh, to a person who uh, seems to be chatting the ear off of their uh, the, another person at like a stall, uh, and they look to you. and They go, "Hey, how you doing?" Hey. Steve sent me. I need directions. Steve sent you? Yeah. What an asshole. That's Steve. Can't believe him. Ugh. I need to know where the cook is. Oh, the cook? Yeah. Uh, Brian's down uh, down that way. Kind of points towards He's down that way, around there, around there, and you go yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that way, that way, that way. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. And Kid's gonna scurry off down that way, and that way, around that okay, way. Okay, so as soon as you do that... See this guy kind of nudge, nudge his uh, friend like out of the corner of your, uh, like the corner of your eye. And as you go down that way, that way, that way, that way. So where are you going? What are you doing? Barbecue. Barbecue. I have not ever had a barbecue before. What's a barbecue? Kids going to stop. Plant their little feet in the ground. Oh no. Barbecue. Party food. Party food. I love party food. We're having a party. I cannot wait to come to this party. Am I invited to the party? The whole town is invited to the bootstrap barbecue! Love it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Great energy. I love it. So. You have a lot of energy, too. I do. My job's very boring. But, pays the bills. You should have an exciting job. Mmm. Not very good about excitement. Weak heart. Strengthen your heart. Heart exercises. Ah, yes. That's how that's how you get all the muscles strong. Yes. Heart's a muscle. Alright, yeah. Bit. So, uh, make it strong. So so this entire time he's just been chatting your ear off. But I need to talk to the cook so we can get food for the barbecue. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the Steve cook, approved. The Steve approved barbecue from, from Cook Brian. Yeah, it's cool. Um so, and he has kind of like just been kind of chatting you. You notice that he's leading you away from where that he pointed. You guys basically like go down an alleyway, and you can see the bar in front of you. And then he just kind of keeps chatting with you as you guys are going down the street away from the bar. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, we'll get the barbecue. We'll get there. Uh, so like, what brings you to town? I'm the sawmill. Sawmill, huh? Whole sawmill. Whole sawmill. That's amazing. I can't believe it. You guys are. Aggressively getting further away from the bar as he's just taking you down the road and just chatting your ear off. What kind of hustle are you pulling with me? I'm not pulling any kind of hustle. I just want someone to talk to. Kid's gonna look up at him, stand on their little tippy toes, 
squint their eyes, lift their hat up a little bit, squint their eyes. I think you're hustling me. I'm definitely not hustling you. Would you like a cigarette? No. He pulls out a case with some hand-rolled cigarettes in it. Do they have, like, the upper chin logos on them, or these actual? They're they're hand-rolled. Oh, you'll take one, though. Okay. He, like, pulls out, like, a match. Yeah, kill kill light up. Okay. Oh no. Cool. Okay. Um. So, while that you are smoking the cigarette, one, you have the urge to finish it. Okay. And so long as you are smoking, you always roll with despair. <gasps> as when you blow it out, a black, a familiar black smoke is billowing out of your mouth. Put it in the smokes. Cursed smokes. Alright then. Well, uh, it was nice talking to you. I'm the local cigarette salesman. I'm gonna go get some children addictions in the back. We're hustling. I got kids <laughs> gonna fall to the ground on their knees, the cigarettes still hanging out of their mouth. I got hustled. So I want you to know that uh, this guy's uh, stat block, because he does have a stat block, is the chatty co-worker. Oh no! And his one stat is, he talks for days, you cannot get away from the chatty co-worker. No! So if you tried to roll to get away from him, he would have just kept following you and talking your ear off. Uh, In despair... Still on their their knees, Kata's gonna finish the cigarette, just kind of smash it down into the ground. They put it in the smokes. Who would? In my head, like Why? the the school bell rings and like ten like eight year olds walk out and light up. Like that. <laughs> it's so it's so great to be a delinquent. After tasting defeat at the hands of the local cigarette salesman. And tobacco. And cigarette and tobacco salesman. (laughs) And tasting defeat and tobacco. He's also big tobacco. (laughs) (laughs) What is Kit doing now? Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. I'm so glad I didn't give that character a name. His name is now Big T. (laughs) (laughs) Kit full of despair and not feeling very sheriffy, is going to make their way to the bar where Brian is. Okay. Or I also have a terrible idea. Let's see. Some of the shine. Eve is at the blacksmith. Eve is leaving the blacksmith. This is all kind of happening at the same time. Okay. Are Johan and Plink going into town or are you guys staying at the gate? I'm uh, I imagine I'm chatting with Steve right now. Like, organizing. I stuff. am debating making a very poor life choice. Nice. Do it. Do it. Okay, so I have a custom called Bloodhound. Okay. Uh-huh. When you follow a trail or track someone whose trail isn't cold, I roll blood. Okay. I would like to track this, this man down, this man who has bamboozled me. Deliver unto him frontier justice. Uh oh. Okay. There we go. Um, roll with blood. Do I still have despair after the cigarette? No. You do not have what while it so the cigarette is you are compelled to finish it, and while smoking you have despair. Okay. That is a nine, which is uh, on a seven through nine, I can either find them quickly. Or they don't know they're being followed. Um, I would prefer that he does not know he is being followed. I will, I will, and Kit's going to take their time doing this so they can really just simmer in their, 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 their need for frontier justice. I will return to the need for frontier justice in a moment. Plink, we haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, Plink, uh, wandering through this town. Here's the uh, school bell go off, and watching all these uh, delinquent kids start lighting up for their, I assume, shift in the 
orphan forges because this place is terrible. And the, the finger or- smashing factory. <laughs> ah, yes, the orphan burger factory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The overlord is like the worst, right? Right? Yeah. Alright. So you see like these five kids like light up. They're their, their dyed hair pompadours glistening in the sun. Oh, no. As they're wearing their school jackets improperly <sighs> and getting ready for, for time to... For, for, for the time to go uh, work work their nine-to-fives. So, unfortunately, as the mascot, I cannot form bonds with anybody who's not already at this table. Mm-hmm. Um, that being... Kit, Johan, the Overlord, and Eve. However. However, my agenda is pure of heart, and I want to make the world a better place. So knowing that I'm not going to be able to mechanically, like, forge a bond here, Plink is going to go find, like, the stereotypical saddest child that's, like, sitting alone at lunch that he can find. Okay. And go, like... Do like the the friendly animal companion thing and be adorable at them. Okay, roll up to this. Literally, <laughs> you, you literally roll up to a little uh, to a little boy who's just upset and sad and frowning and sitting on the sitting on the seesaw where no one will play on the other side of the seesaw. That's exactly the one I was looking for. <laughs> They see you and just kind of, they just look upset and look around and just continue to be upset. Um, all right. I'm going to use Guiding Light. You glow with a soft, friendly light. People are naturally drawn toward this light and will try to follow you if you glow before them. You can use this light to guide your allies, to lure enemies, or to go out and get help. I have to give this kid a mental breakdown. Clink <laughs> <laughs> kidnaps a child. <laughs> so, you're going to try and get this kid to follow you. Yeah. You kidnap your mate. So, I feel like you're keeping them busy. Okay. I need you to roll me courage with despair. I don't roll with despair. Oh, you don't roll with despair. No, I don't. I am... Hopelessly positive. You never roll with despair. Having despair still cancels out hope. Okay. Uh, because the despairing child's only set is every ally around this citizen is in despair. <laughs> Oof. You said you wanted to find the saddest person. This, this, is, this is a tough room. <laughs> Alright, yeah. Uh, so rolling with, you said courage? Uh, yes. Ooh, boy. All right. That is not a great one. Ugh. Uh, seven? Uh, seven, seven, seven? Seven is a mixed success. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with that, you can keep them busy for a short amount of time. Okay. Uh, but you're basically not going to hold their attention. So what, what this is going to mean for this is that you are... They kind of see you, and they, they glow with the light. And for a moment, it kind of breaks through their their despi- their their melancholy, and they kind of start to follow you off the playground. You get them out there, and you kind of pop out with like the flower crown. Yeah, is it like in the teeth, and just like drop it and like nose it forward? It's going to sound super weird. Oh no! But I think that you have caught their attention, and you've shown a way to break through their me- their melancholy. I would like you to, air quotes, finish them <laughs> with, uh, I want to say that that would be a wisdom roll? Uh, yeah, so you're, you're kind of appealing to their emotion, or, uh, or would you say that you are impressing that de- or dazzling them? Ooh. Because that would be grace. Uh, I'm fine with wisdom. Okay. You can let that ride. Yeah, okay, so you're appealing to uh, their emotions. Yeah. So uh, that would be, air quotes, finish that with with wisdom. Pick the wrong day. Okay. Um, There's a six, 
but I have a plus two on wisdom, so it's an eight. With an eight, you're able to uh, break through the melancholy and basically have the despairing uh, citizen be just kind of a happy kid with a flower crown now. Yeah, you've kind of broken through their uh, their despair through animal hijinks. Um, but in the process of it, I feel like because it's a mixed success, there has to be some kind of like give and take. I, I have definitely exposed myself uh, and by using magic. <laughs> right. Um, I would say you would pay some kind of price for that. Okay. To get it to work. So that would be either maybe uh, maybe the flower crown was made out of some kind of like food stuff. So like maybe you <laughs> use like a piece of food to do it. Jerky crap. Jerky crap. Oh crap. no. It's made out of apples cookies. <sighs> I like those cookies. Or, <laughs> Bless us, everyone! Right? Or maybe his, or maybe the small child's melancholy has gotten to you and maybe you damage a stat. I like that. I think that is very appropriate. Okay. You kind of take, you kind of give the flower crown, but symbolically in doing that, you take away their melancholy and put it onto you. I feel like blood? The blood's just not pumping enough. Or grace. Uh, yeah. Or grace. I'm not, I'm not sure what... You know what? I rolled wisdom. It should be wisdom. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Eh. 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 bless us, everyone! No! <laughs> Thank you. So. So. While that you're doing this, yeah. outside of the school grounds, there's a man with a, bu- with a bunch of cigarettes that Kit has been looking at. You just see Kit just, like, out of the bushes. <laughs> Kit's totally, like, in a bush, just little face, just... The bush, by the way, is in the middle of the street. It is not in a place where a bush should be. <laughs> They've amalgamized this bush out of various into ways. a tumbleweed. Yeah, just no, I was about to say, you're hiding in a tumbleweed. <laughs> out of a tumbleweed. It's the greatest mental image ever. So Kit is going to scoot this tumbleweed bush up a little bit. Wait a second. Survey. Take stock of the situation. Scooch up a little bit. And while this chatty bamboozler is talking to these school kids, Kit's not going to whip out a weapon. They're not going to, like, bash him over the head with the Tiffany lamp. They're going to try to um, run out of the bush, jump onto him, while screaming, Frontier Justice! <laughs> latch onto him like a howler monkey, and start biting. Okay. <laughs> and as they're gnawing, they're going to shout, Now my bamboozles a bootstrap! Would you okay. say that Kit's taking a so, bite out of crime? <laughs> so, I would definitely say that since it, you uh, used your bloodhound ability to get there, you have advantage on this. Oh. Because you got there and weren't noticed. I just imagine it's like in the Looney Tunes when they're hiding in a bush, they just like pick it up and you see the leg. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I mean, Kit's already just a tortilla with legs and grabby hands and a hat. Alright. So, sounds like you're. It, this absolutely sounds like you're about to finish them with blood. No, you, see, you said since I have advantage, is that rolling with hope? Uh, advantage is the thing that you need to be able to That's attack. That's right. right. That's gonna be a nine. Okay, with a nine, you can deal damage, but you would be paying some kind of price for that. You can either damage yourself, or you can lose something in the process, or... Um, can I use up some of my armor? Like, uh, if he's fighting back. Yeah, he's fighting back. I have two uses of armor, and I will tick one of those off. As a kit... I like to think Kit's armor is a combination of all the weapons that they have strapped onto their tiny little body, and that they're a little too stupid to realize that, like, they just got a concussion. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't know to stop. Okay. It's it's sort of emotional armor. Okay. As okay. well as, you know, garbage. Uh, <laughs> as you are fighting this guy, or I should say just latched onto him, he goes down and yells out, 
oh no, my cigarettes! And he's just down. As if you damaged his one stat of talks for days. And he just ripped his that, that, that's, his, that's his That's his stat. He's down. He's out. I imagine the school children swarm like there was a fucking the fire ch- sale on an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> the school children come over and grab all the cigarettes. He's gonna look up at them, latched onto this guy, kick him. <laughs> all, all of the delinquents. And they just start. I kind of murdered this man. They just start a, uh, an improv section of, uh, of what is, what is it, Stomp? <laughs> okay, for the record though, this is. Anyone who's got a coworker like this, this has got to be cathartic. Because we all want to do this. We've all got different methods for tackling problems in this game. I tried, like, a Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> Kids more, like, American History X style. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's, it's got to use the right tool for the job, <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> Okay. After the kids get some good kicks in, Kit <laughs> is going to unlatch with their horrible little mitts. As much as someone who's like three feet tall could loom, just loom over the guy. Don't bamboozle a bootstrap. I told you not to hustle me. You hustled me. Don't want your bad smokes. Are you... I want orc smokes. Okay, so the question I actually have for the people who have interacted with things, uh, besides Kit, obviously, but for you two, who have interacted with people, because I need I need to remember this. Are you trying to forge a bond with Blacksmith? Are you trying to forge a bond with this smoke guy? <laughs> um... Beating people up. <laughs> totally. That's right, we got ticket-taking Ed 209. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where my arch rival is. I imagine he's just like stomping along the you train totally tracks do. after me. You totally do. He was in last session. Where yeah, is he? he's on the train. We, we, oh, yeah. we meet him, the sheriff of the train. Oh, he's the deputy, deputy of the train. Deputy. He's the ticket deputy. I don't latch on to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Yes. Yes, you want to forge bond? Yes. Okay, I will uh, write, write that down, also, and we will... You might be only 3D tall, but you can loom over anybody when they're flat on their ass. <laughs> <laughs> write that down, I'll get you the stats for him. Uh, for her. Later. Oh, uh, I think I would like... Because I'm trying to teach this, this man a lesson. Uh-huh. Or rather, a kid in there probably gotten too many concussions and is, is a really smart way... Um, in their cowboy way, is trying to teach the cigarette salesman a lesson, just with biting and kicking, okay. and threats and threats that he shouldn't bamboozle people, that he should be a better person, or he's going to get kicked by children <laughs> and people with very tiny little pointy feet. I I feel like the obvious lesson is stop selling cigarettes to children. Okay, well, the lesson but... was don't sell cigarettes to Kit. <laughs> <laughs> Kit hasn't mentioned the children. <laughs> now, don't sell cigarettes to weird-looking green children. There's your lesson. <laughs> don't sell cigarettes to a Dorito wearing a, wearing a cowboy hat and a sheriff's badge. <laughs> so, um, so, no bond on that. You're just teaching him a lesson. Well, I, I mean, can the bond be teaching him to respect frontier justice? Kit taught this man a valuable lesson, which is frontier justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, he will now be a follower. <laughs> uh, his name is Big T. It's short for Big Tobacco. Now we just need Big A and Big F to join our cause. Okay. Um, is there anything else you guys want to do before that we, uh, I'm going to say probably wrap it up here in a second, and then, uh, we'll plan for the bootstrap barbecue to be next session. Um, no, I think I'm good. Think you're good? I'm pretty good. Okay. Uh, I'm good. This is a, this is a mess. I just imagine Plague watching from around the corner, just like. Oh, oh no. I, I cannot look. 
I cannot know that this happened. <laughs> no, you know what? Plink, because this guy was right outside the playground. Plink was consoling the sad child, looked over, and saw a little, little feetsie sticking out of a tumbleweed. Grabbed the sad child's head and turned them away. <laughs> and both of them just walked to the other side of the playground. <laughs> okay, and then last question for you, uh, Jonathan. Did Johan want to uh, forge any bonds with anyone um, um, they've, uh, that he's met? We didn't roleplay through it, but I imagine Johan and Steve have been talking about logistics and working through various things, and Johan has been trying to impress Steve very much with his uh, demeanor and okay. uh, station. I will, if you want to mark down the bond, I'll let you have it, but after you guys take out the drill. Okay. Because Steve is specifically like uppers in corp, like upper management, so he, and so long as the- He drank the Kool-Aid. So long as the smog is there, the Kool-Aid is in effect. I will wait to forge the bond until after that happens then. Okay. Thank you all so much for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you enjoyed what you heard, why not give us a like, subscribe to the channel on your podcast app of choice, leave a comment, or even a review. It may be a small thing to you, but it helps us in the continued fight against the algorithm. You can follow us on Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost, on Facebook at A Pair of Dice Lost Podcasting, and hey, if you like the old fashioned email, why not send a question into, you guessed it, A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. Our theme song for this campaign is Behind the Sword by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2017 under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, I think you and me just had a moment. So let's form a bond so we can both roll with hope. inside of the mountain, uh, where uh, that the mechanics of this game, which is the long journey. Um, this is where that you go from uh, what? You're laughing at something. <laughs> Julia went, for those of you who can't see us because this is a recorded podcast, oh I am stealthy eating peanut butter filled pretzels so I won't destroy your earballs through the mic. It was the shifty eyes that <laughs> Magic-powered Zeppelin hangs over New Vespia's capital of New Vespia. Oh, God. I, I, thought, I thought for sure he was going to name his capital city Uptown. <laughs> oh, oh. I was so worried. All right. So, uh, just to let you know, the one of the Overlord's generals is the anti-mascot. Neat. Uptown girl, yeah, there it is. we've been living uh, in Uptown world. Your restraint is amazing. <laughs> and just kind of like, just kind of like, look at you all and just kind of go, shoot. Just realizing this doesn't. Julia, do you have a pen that you don't mind me chewing on? <laughs> You stay away from my pins! Is it a sword? No. It's always a sword. It is always a sword. It's always a sword with this one. Ah, that's what I was looking for. Okay. So, when the boss arrives, uh, this Steve? The latest name you know. <laughs> uptown girls, oh, wow. <laughs> we've been living in an uptown world. We were passing through, but your helpful guard, Irwin here, uh, informed us that, er, what was it? Irving. 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 Your helpful guard, Irving here. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were doing that on purpose. I was like... No, I, I... Well, that's why we need name tags, isn't it? I have the poo brain. Um, <clears throat> Party games for adults. 
listening at home, Sean has uh, collapsed. Into his shirt. <laughs> He's in there somewhere. We've broken Plink. What's your name, darling? I almost said Frida, and that is not her name. <laughs> <laughs> Every NPC, female NPC is Frida if we don't stop you, is what I'm hearing. Too fast, too Frida. <laughs> Sheriff of Bootstrap Village. I don't know what the Sheriff of the Bootstrap Village. Sheriff of the Boots. Of what? Goblin Gulch. Goblin Gulch. That's what. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize. Why do you have an actual, like, physical Goblin Gulch sign? Bootstrap heirloom. (laughs) Bootstrap heirloom's been there the whole time. There's a physical wooden sign at this table that says Goblin Gulch, and I, I, I didn't even realize this was here the whole time. Yeah, yeah, it's been just spur over there on the wall in the basement. That's where I got the name from. This is Sean's house. I have amazing perception. I didn't have to come up with anything. My real life perception check is amazing. I I totally noticed it before that exact moment when Sean brought it out. I've literally never noticed it. I've been coming here like every week for a couple months now. Yeah, we're a creative color. We just took the name off the wall. (laughs) We'll play on the other side of the seesaw. That's exactly the one I was looking for. (laughs) Smoking an unfiltered Lucky Strike. They are actually not. Oh, okay. They are not smoking because they're not because they're not. Because they're not one of the cool kids who smokes at eight, at eight years old. <laughs> so. Do you just play that a van? <laughs> got a train. <laughs> I was drinking, you bastards. <laughs> I almost spat my own water out. What am I putting in the notes here? I've already got Plink sees school children smoking. Zero is in on the saddest child in town. <laughs> Kidnapping? Um, okay. No, no. Let's see where this is going. I was just kidding. Thank you very much. That's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. Uh, the rest of it. Uh. I never thought that life would be fun. Oh, man. I know. I've never met anyone else who's seen that movie. That's my favorite version of A Christmas Carol. Same. There's a freaking song in there. That's Okay. That song is when they do the Ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah. And they're dancing on Scrooge's coffin. Through the streets. Through the streets. It's a parade. And this man is singing to dead Scrooge. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. It's about him dying. The movie's called Scrooge. It stars Alex Finney. It's great. I have it on DVD. There's another great... The o- I think I've got it. The best number is the opening number, which is I Hate People. Yeah. That's a good one. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Tangents, no. It's <laughs> fine. No. Yeah. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yup. <laughs> yes. 